Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Phil Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. have a co-host for the moment. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Woo-hoo. We've got a co-host for a second. Good morning, Cannabis Kid. How are you? Good, Belstar. It's so good to hear your voice. I miss you so much. Um, oh, wish you. I could have been there with you today and sharing the, the love of marijuana. Woo-hoo. We love marijuana. But you're out there getting ready and Getting us some cannabis properties, I know, because we all need those. <laughs> We've got a realtor extraordinaire in the cannabis field now, folks. So if you need anything as far as property goes, this boy is your man. I like you like that. This boy is your man. <laughs> yeah, I like and it. There you go. Welcome to Weed Stay Wednesday, How's everybody. Doing out there? It's July 18th. And uh, let me, as soon as this track is over, we'll hear you better. I'm not sure. I'm trying to turn this down so I can hear you better. There we go. All right. All right. There you are. Welcome, Cannabis Kid. Golf clap. Woo-hoo. And how are you this Speaking morning? Speaking of golf, yes? I'm great. I'm heading to uh, my last week of uh, training. All right. Uh, so it's it's really not a training so much as uh, kind of what the company is offering and um, just the different tools we get to use while we are in the field. So um, it makes our job a lot easier and it helps our clients uh, find the right property that's uh, that fits their needs and their wants and um, get them into something that they're going to love for a lifetime. Or just Excellent. a few years. Well, yeah, for however long they're in it. <laughs> yeah. That's super, super important. Well, we'd like to... So I got my first... What's that? Go ahead. I oh, said I got my first do... listing. Oh, we're golf clap. First listing. Woo-hoo. First listing. Exciting. And uh, yeah. so speaking of golf, everybody get ready for putts for paws. It's uh, one of the little pictures that's on our little merry-go-round of photos that we show. But let me see. If, there we go. Putts for paws. I'm going to vo- post this on our um, blog, and you can see this. Um, where is it? Uh, putts well, for I'll paws find it. of September. Let's see. I don't have it up yet. It's it's September, and we're looking looking at Eventbrite. Um, There it is, Putt for Paws 2018, and here's the link for it. The dates are September. The date is, I shouldn't say date. The date is September, um, hold on, let me go back, 8th, September 8th at 7.30 a.m., um, oh, look at that. You can add it right to your calendar. I'm going to put a link right there, and you can add it to your calendar. It's at Ventana Canyon at 6200 North Clubhouse Lane. That's cute. Um, so it's $125 per player or 
475 for a foursome. And it is going to be awesome. They've been recently just showing on Facebook a bunch of uh, photos and videos from last year's events. And it well, it looked like a good time. They had a Bloody Mary bar. They had two pigs on the course. The Hooters girls were there. That's right. Hooters girls are out in force. Um, and they just had a ton of sponsorships on each. I don't know if it's each hole or where they're representing, but they've got um, dogs up for adoption. Uh, and I think uh, Heather Moroso actually took one home last year. <laughs> and now she's the major sponsor for this year. So fantastic. It's all it's, uh, benefiting the Humane Society of Southern Arizona. And the fee includes you get bulk, range balls, a cart. There are whole contests, and believe you me, you want to you want to win these whole contests because they give away some some stellar prizes, uh, keg uh, keg beer, and you get some lunch golf flat for the lunch. Um, and you can market your pet uh, or yourself and with a personalized golf cart banner uh, on your cart for an additional hundred dollars. And you can do there's all sorts of uh, sponsored sponsorship levels available um and tumbleweed health center is one of the animal lover sponsors this year um and we'll be out there if you're out there about starting the cannabis kid will be golfing and yeah we laugh because we use that term golfing very lightly although um and i didn't get any pieces of ball but when i came back up with my club i hit the ceiling fan You're going to break something if you don't be careful. I know. I'm just having so much fun. I can't handle it. I I, I just can't even handle it. So, uh, Pup for Paw, September 8th, 2017. Be there between 6.30 and 7. Come get a little uh, breakfast snack. Say hi to everybody. We start at 7.30 sharp, and golfers are serious. Yes, they are. When they say 7.30, they mean 7.30. And um, bring your own clubs, get some shoes, and we'll have our tumbleweed nice little white polos on. Uh, yeah, soft clap. And uh, we'll be out there in course, and we'll see what other kind of goodies we bring out for everybody. Uh, we are bringing some fun things for all the golfers, so um, we look total forward to it. And the link that I put on our blog site, you can actually buy tickets. They range from $30 to $3,500 to sponsor the Pup for Paws 2018. I am so excited. I wish that uh, my dog was um, still enough to go sit out there on the course. But uh, uh, no. And no, I'm not coming home with another dog. So let me do it, Candace Kid. I'm going to there. All right. Um, so what's going on in Arizona? Um, well, first of all, let's give a shout-out to Tumbleweeds Health Center, Golf Clap, 4826. Come on down and get certified. And get accessories, get hemp products. Um, we've got CBD products for you and for your pets, um, for your grandma, for your uncle, for your neighbor. Um, I actually took out some of our, we have some treats for dogs. They're really cute shaped in a little, little bones and they're CBD treats. And for 4th of July, I actually took some to the park and, and gave out some samples to the neighbors that had dogs that would get really upset by, um, all the fireworks. And they were very appreciative because it did really help. Um, so, you know, good stuff down there. Come check it out. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Um, so, give them a call if you want, 520-838-4430. So, I don't know if you all have heard or haven't heard, but um, apparently uh, concentrates, resin extracts from our beautiful plant cannabis marijuana are illegal. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to say to that. And there are all sorts of... Um, uh, dispensaries that have different positions on um, what this means for them. Now, I, I was under the understanding that with my Arizona Medical Marijuana Act card that I paid for annually, um, I was under the impression that as a patient, I was exempt from criminal code because 
I am following uh, state protocol. So when this ruling came down and all of a sudden concentrates became illegal, these, you know, there were all sorts of questions coming out about just that fact because in the Medical Marijuana Act, it states that marijuana and any mixture or preparation thereof is legal. So, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out, and we've, you know, we uh, tagged Mr. Dean in that. Maybe we'll just go right to his website, uh, his Facebook page, and, and just ask him point blank. But these lawyers, all the lawyers will tell you out there, be careful. Don't have it with you. Don't buy it. Don't have it. Don't use it right now because until it goes to a Supreme Court, the dis- this decision is scary and being upheld for now. And all that Arizona Department of Health Services will tell you when you ask them is, well, uh, um, you can still purchase them, you can still sell them, however, you're subject to risk. And that's not okay. Um, what have you heard out there, Canvas Kid? You know, uh, the dispensaries are are not are are not are acting like they're not affected right now by this. Um, I think people are just keep on um, buying it, and it's not um, a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think we're kind of in that same area. Well, I think we're kind of in that same area of where we were six, seven years ago when the whole program started, you know, and we're in this gray area of, of, you know, I have a medical marijuana card. Um, you know, there was an incident and now for that, because of that incident, the patients are being held mm, accountable for what happened with this person. And now, you know, are losing out on all the benefits of, uh, some of these, um, higher potent, uh, cannabis yeah, um, products. And yeah. um, I, I, I feel that we're in this kind of same area as like, you know, be careful when you're driving, when you leave the dispensary, you know, all of these things. Um, oh, I think one thing is, if, you know, a lot of people have been using this cannabis product for, you know, for the last four or five years um, since it's been made um, avail- uh, readily available for everyone. But yeah. what we're seeing now is something, a medicine that was working for so many people, and then all of a sudden being told that you can't use it. And mm-hmm. I really was thinking about how this works for us as, you know, people of the United States. You know, we are constantly subjected to what, the way that one person feels about this medicine, and then it gets uh, showered over everybody and I just think I I really do feel like it's wrong and I think there's a lot of people out there wanting to um, not give up flying (laughs) a flying uh, (laughs) F about what it is that uh, this judge in uh, another county is saying Um, We know that the, where the county that this is from is uh, a narrow-minded county, obviously filled with some ignorance. And um, I don't feel that ignorance should lead to uh, these laws being made because it's, an, it's, it's due to the ignorance that this law is now being acted upon. And we all know that this is, this is pure medicine for people. This takes people's uh, children's seizures away within minutes. This, this medicine helps with people's pain on a regular basis. Uh, it helps people eat every day. So what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're saying that these people can't use this medicine anymore. And right. where does this leave these, these, these patients mm-hmm. without this medicine? And I think what we're seeing here is something that needs to be definitely fought. We can't let this happen, and I think with the dispensaries continuing to sell it, I think they're uh, one of our biggest advocates right now um, for this, and we need their help. We need them to stand up for us right now because this is, our, this is the medicine that they're providing for us, 
You know, we see this the same way in pharmaceutical companies. If a pharmaceutical company, um, I, I, don't, I doubt this has ever happened to a pharmaceutical company where something is pulled off the shelf. Uh, well, that's not true. Yeah, I know. In a certain reason way. Yeah, it has. It, three eyes when you take it. <laughs> correct. Yeah, and it gets pulled off the shelf then because of someone dying. But no one mm-hmm. has died here in this matter. In this no situation. And well, no one ever can. Here's the distinct difference as to why this happened and why this person wasn't protected with the product he had. My understanding is that this person was given hash just from a friend or whoever. Okay, that's fine. However, uh, according to the state of Arizona, because he did not purchase that at a state licensed dispensary, this is my understanding, there's where the problem fell right there. Because it wasn't registered under the AMMA, that's why it had the problem. Yeah. So his hash. So Bell, don't you think that needs? Don't you think that needs to be the issue at hand, the black market issue, and not the dispensaries and uh, programs that we've been putting together for the last eight to ten years? I mean, this, this is ridiculous to scratch something that's just completely, uh, totally in left field. I would say. Yeah, well, and it should not have affected medical marijuana patients in the state of Arizona if they were truly registered and had their AMMA card. That true. Yeah. Mic drop. Boom. So seriously. Mic drop. Yeah, mic drop. I mean, um, what I'm seeing this judge who made this ruling is um, let's follow the money. Let's see where um, that big, huge pharmaceutical company that paid, you know, uh, thousands of dollars to keep um, cannabis illegal here in the state of Arizona. Let's follow who's uh, behind this ruling and this judge's um, idea, because therein lies where we will find where, who, who's pulling the strings here. Because we all know that Big Pharma is a huge player in trying to disca- discount, uh, discount cannabis and what it does for humans. Um, they're only in one, the only reason that they're doing this is because one reason only is they make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on pharmaceuticals that, that don't, that, that may help, but are really, really bad for our systems. And we're seeing this being played out right now in that County by this judge who made this ridiculous ruling. Yeah, that's. That's true. That's exactly what we're seeing out. And it is about big money and big everything that isn't about big health. It's the exact opposite. So what they've done right now is they've taken medical marijuana patients and scared the crap out of them so much so that patients are not using the extract and the concentrates they need to keep their cancers away and their pain down and their nausea down and their anxiety down and their arthritis away and Alzheimer's away. I mean, Jesus, this plant does so much, and they took it away, so people are just suffering. And I think, really, that the state health department has the duty of protecting us as well, and all they're saying is, well, uh, you're at risk, but go ahead and buy it if you want, you know, and that's just, that's pretty crappy. You know, if you're going to allow dispensaries to sell something you deem illegal or that something is questionable until the Supreme Court gets a hold of it and makes a final decision, then you're responsible. You know, that's like saying Toyota's going to say, okay, um, the brakes don't work, but until you can still use the car, but until we can find a way to make the brakes work, um, we're not going to take it off the market, but it's your risk for driving. Uh, Bell, it's, yeah, it's your risk Go for ahead. driving. If you get in a car accident, we're really sorry, but we told you. Yeah. Right. We told you they didn't work, but we also we also encouraged you to buy it. But that's, you know, that's right here. North. So, you know, well, there were, you sent me a statement that the downtown dispensary, I wonder if the downtown dispensary, um, will uh, have that on their website because what I'm going to do right now is go to their website and see if I can't find um, their 
third disclaimer about it. And I, I like what it says. Um, I like what they said about it. We can read another one, too. Um, let's see. They open at 9 o'clock today. And let's get to the website. But every, I think every dispensary has their own take on this. And I think that, sadly, um, dispensaries are still going to sell putting patients at risk, uh, regardless of, um, you know, of what's going on in the in the in the in the city or in in our because, state. Because you really can get busted for this. You you can get a felony, um, and 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 that's not okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and it's here not they, okay. here's their here's their extract statement. Um, and I can read this. It's not very long. It says on Tuesday, June 26, the Arizona Court of Appeals Division One in State versus Jones affirmed the conviction of a medical marijuana patient in possession of hashish under the circumstances presented in that case. Due to what we believe to be much misinformation about Jones, we feel compelled to present our position on the matter. In Jones, a medical marijuana cardholder was in possession of hashish, which he admitted he received for free when an employee at a medical marijuana dispensary in Phoenix had given it to him, answering brief. To be clear, Jones did not address a transaction between a state licensed dispensary and a patient, just that a marijuana dispensary agent employee gave him free hashish. The court held that, quote, hashish is the resin extracted from the marijuana plant, criminalized as cannabis, a narcotic drug, and distinct from marijuana. Importantly, the majority opinion in in Jones does not mention concentrates or vape concentrate or vape cartridges. So, and it states that the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act (AMMA) protects patients in possession of allowable amounts of mixtures or preparations of medical marijuana, including brownies and the like. Quote: We receive many questions from patients and others as to the meaning of Jones. While we disagree with the reasoning in Jones, as some have interpreted, please note that we do not sell hashish. Any products we sell are medical marijuana and mixtures or preparations thereof under strict regulations from the Arizona Department of Health Services, ADHS. The AMMA defines usable marijuana to mean, quote, the dried flowers of the marijuana plant and any mixture or preparation there, uh, quote, ARS 36-28018 and 15. Many dispensaries contacted ADHS uh, personnel for guidance. ADHS has told these dispensaries that nothing changed on their end and that people should read the rules and statutes for guidance. ADHS regulations provide that a dispensary is required to provide a copy of its bylaws specifying whether the dispensary plans to, quote, prepare, sell, or dispense marijuana-infused non-edible products, quote, Arizona Admin Code R9-17304C8B, Roman numeral 6. According to ADHS's dispensary handbook, non-edible products include any non-edible items such as concentrates sold that contain medical marijuana and must be labeled with the amount of marijuana they contain, ADH Medical Marijuana Verification System Handbook at page 11, published June 8, 2017, emphasis added. Importantly, the majority in Jones did not address ADHS regulations. So there you have it. There's their stance, and I'm going to post that on our, our blog too. Um, and I'm in agreement with the stance myself because it it is supposed to be that we are protected under the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act with our marijuana and any preparation thereof, including what they they uh, list as concentrates. So we, right. within our AMMA law, have right to use this product. Um, they're right. choosing not to sell hashish, which is what Jones got in trouble for. Uh, and that's right. still a preparation <laughs> thereof. Um, and 
Bell, you I know. just need to interrupt really quick. I need to go. So, okay. We love you. Thank you for being on air. I love everyone out there. Have an awesome day, Cannabis Kids. YouTube Star. Thank you, guys. Everyone, be smart, be safe, and Thank educate. You. I'll see you All next right. Wednesday. All right. All right. Cannabis Kids. That was awesome. I'm so glad you tuned in. Have an awesome class. Go get some, uh, go get some snacks and orange juice before class. All right. So um, we're going to read a uh, – hold on one second here. We're going to – uh, we're going to just leave that right there. All right. We are going to read another article here. Um, this is from azmarijuana.com. And this is another dispensary's response to the marijuana extracts ruling. And then we'll have a little break so you can go get your bongs and whatever you're vaping on and vape it up and rejoin the group. All right. Arizona dispensary's official response to the marijuana extracts ruling. Mike Colburn, president and co-founder of Arizona-based Kind Concentrates and Level Up Dispensaries provided azmarijuana.com with a statement below about the Arizona Court of Appeals' recent ruling regarding the illegality of medical marijuana extracts. Many Arizona dispensaries agree with Colburn's statement. Contact your local dispensary to inquire if they agree and if they'll continue selling concentrates. Quote, on Tuesday, June 26th, the Arizona Court of Appeals Division I and State v. Jones affirmed the conviction of a medical marijuana patient in possession of hashish under the circumstance presented, quote, in that case. Due to what we believe to be much misinformation about Jones, we feel compelled to present our position on the matter. This sounds a lot like what the downtown dispensary has going on. Um, all right, and it looks like it is. Um, it, it looks like it's exactly that. So... Well, I did just read that. Uh, I did just post it. It looks like um, the dispensaries are taking on uh, the same stance as um, what we read for downtown dispensaries. So I'll just read it quickly again, and then we'll go to break, and you guys can get your goodies. All right. In Jones, a medical marijuana cardholder was in possession of hashish, which he admitted he received for free when an employee at a marijuana dispensary in Phoenix had given it to him. To be clear, Jones only involves a transaction between two individuals and specifically does not address a transaction between a state-licensed dispensary and a patient. The court held that hashish is the resin extracted from the marijuana plant, criminalized as cannabis, a narcotic drug, and distinct from marijuana. Importantly, the majority opinion in Jones does not mention concentrates or vape cartridges, and it states that the AMMA, the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act, protects patients in possession of allowable amounts of mixtures or preparations of medical marijuana, including brownies and the like. We received many questions from patients and others as to the meanings of Jones. While we disagree with the reasoning in Jones, as some have interpreted it, please note that we do not sell hashish. Any products sold under our brand are medical marijuana and mixtures or preparations thereof under strict regulations from the Arizona Department of Health Services, ADHS. The AMMA defines usable marijuana to mean the dried flowers of the marijuana plant and any mixture or preparation thereof. ARS 36-28018 and 15. We and many dispensaries contacted ADHS personnel for guidance. ADHS has confirmed that nothing has changed on their end and that people should read the rules and statutes for guidance. ADHS regulations provide that a dispensary is required to provide a copy of its bylaws specifying whether the dispensary plans to, quote, prepare, sell, or dispense marijuana-infused non-edible products, quote, Arizona Admin Code R9-17304, C8B, and Roman numeral 6. According to ADHS's dispensary handbook, Non-edible products include, quote, any non-edible items such as concentrates that, so, uh, that contain medical marijuana, quote, and must be labeled with the amount of medical marijuana they contain. ADHS Medical Marijuana Verification System Dispensary Handbook uh, at 11, published June 8, uh, 8, 2017. Importantly, the majority in Jones did not address ADHS regulations. The regulations in handbook confirm that all forms of medical marijuana, including the concentrates derived from medical marijuana, are subject to the protection of the AMMA. 
The foregoing reasoning and analysis come directly from the dissenting opinion in Jones were not addressed by the majority in Jones and as of now remain unaddressed by ADHS. While we disagree with Jones, which should, um, and we understand will be appealed, it is not yet final. We also do not believe that Jones applies to the medicine, including mixtures or preparations of medical marijuana that we sell to our patients under ADHS regulations. If we hear or receive any information from ADHS that is contrary to the foregoing, we will take the appropriate action immediately. The information contained herein is provided as our position for informational purposes only and should not be construed as legal advice on any subject matter. And I'm going to post this one too because their ending was slightly different. So if you want to read that, you can. And um, we're just going to take a quick break and hear our favorite song and come on back. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull those up. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Welcome back to DJ 
Happy Wednesday, folks. It is July 18th for the besties. Um, boy, lots going on. We were discussing the um, <clears throat> concentrates rulings and reading different uh, dispensaries' takes on that. It looks like they've all gotten together and they're all using the same statement. Probably a good idea. Um, and maybe just adding a little bit of their own two cents in there. Um, because we are, well, we should be protected under the AMMA as patients. It says so right there in the handbook. Um, and I believe in these articles there was a link um, to the actual, uh, let's see, recent ruling, statement, contact your local dispensaries. I thought there was a list, I mean, um, where you can actually get, oh, here it is, the handbook, the uh, Medical Marijuana Verification System Dispensary Handbook. I think you can actually read these things. Oh, yep, there it is. Uh, so I'm also going to post that for our bloggers out there. Lots to read, which is good. Um, and contact, I'm also going to put on here, let's see, I'm going to start a new tab here, and I'm going to put a link to the Medical Marijuana Program um, itself. So you can actually, this is really, really cool. I wonder if they're online right now. Uh, you can actually go online. Um, and if you follow that link, oh, they're live right now. It's 836. We could, we could go live and ask them uh, for their, their opinion live. Um, maybe we'll actually just ask them to come on air. That's what I'll do. I, I've talked to the director of, of that program uh, quite a bit. Very nice lady. Um <clears throat> And uh, maybe she'll come on air and just explain explain their stance. That would be that would be a really great thing. So in the meantime, um, I want to read to you um, like a bedtime story, just read some stories. Just kidding, you guys. These are autos, which are just amazing. Um, this is this is strong. There's the dog out there. Um, it's really strong. Cannabis. It's called cannabis. Yeah. Okay, cannabis refined. See, and that's also part of the problem is because um, in the AMMA, they call it the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act, uh, not the Arizona Medical Cannabis Act. And so people, when you're making your next act, um, get consistent or just, you know, you have to basically put every word that cannabis is called in there. And then, uh, okay. So here is, this is from um, MG Magazine for the Cannabis Professionals. This is a great magazine. And thank you so much for always sending these to some of these All right. Cannabis refined. So this article, there's a whole article about concentrates, but this is a little, uh, it's a great cannabis concentrate inevitable. Um, the goal of concentrates thus far has to been, uh, has been to refine and intense, intensify levels of THC, the, com, uh, the psychoactive compound in cannabis, and more recently CBD, uh, into forms <clears throat> that can be utilized and enjoyed by patients, aficionados, and consumers who want the convenience of a vaporizer, cartridge, or the potency of DAP. And like we said before, um, the potency is really, really important for people um, that have a lot of um, challenges within their body. Cancers, stage four cancers, arthritis, you know, uh, Alzheimer's, all these things, um, and severe and chronic pain. <clears throat> That's why people use these. It'd be the equivalent of taking like your extra strength Tylenol or Tylenol PM. Um, you know, there's a reason there are stronger medications out there because we need them. And this is just the equivalent. People, you know, I used to think, well, okay, well, maybe they just want to get super high. And maybe they did, and that's fine. But then we had patients come in and say, hey, no, um, it for me, it's not even that. It's just I need that, that level of pain relief, and it can't just be touched by hitting a joint or, um, anything like that. So these people need um, concentrates. THC and CBD are only two of the hundreds of plant compounds that can be derived from whole plant cannabis. As research increases globally, terpenes are emerging as another area of interest for concentrate producers and consumers. 
Connoisseurs tout the benefits of the entourage effect, attributing to blending plant compounds to create fine vintage formulations, so to speak. Chemists seek to refine individual compounds down to the purest form that will produce non-variable specific effects for use in pharmaceutical medications. That's a great goal. Discovery of potential benefits in other cannabis compounds is inevitable and, at this point, evident with new buzz around compounds like THCA and CBG, cannabigerol. But humans have recognized for thousands of years the power of the plant is contained in its very essence or essential oils. So here we go. We're going to read those. We're going to describe these. Keef. This is my personal favorite. I love Keef. It's fantastic. Uh, What I do is I make a little Oreo sandwich with my bowl. I put some flour in there, sprinkle a good little portion of Keef, and then put some flour on top. Oh, and it's so nice. Simply, Keef is simply the trichomes collected from the cannabis flour, typically through a dry sift process that separates the resinous crystals into a powdery fluff by filtering them through a screen or a sieve. The process has a long history, especially in Morocco, where keef is pressed into hashish, as well as used in traditional cannabis-infused recipes and as psychoactive supplement for pipe tobacco. Keef. And they spell it. um, Let's see how they spell it. Ah, keef. K-I-E-F, Keith. All right. All right. And here we go. Hash. Another favorite of mine. Hash, of course. The first compressed form of extracted cannabis resin was the primary form of cannabis extract available before the development of modern extraction techniques. Like other concentrates, hash requires a higher ignition temperature than whole plant material and typically is mixed with cannabis flour for smoking. We love the hash. Tinctures in the early 1900s, cannabis and other substances now labeled narcotics were readily available in the U.S. as tinctures and herbal remedies. Cannabis tincture continued to appear in the United States pharmacopoeia as a legal drug until 1942 and remained legal in the United Kingdom and Australia until the 1970s. Tinctures of all varieties declined in popularity with the emergence of more Modern Drug Alternatives. Rick Simpson Oil, RSO, also known, yeah, also known as RSO, the homemade preparation developed by cancer patient Rick Simpson, is used to treat basal cell carcinoma. Simpson was diagnosed with BCC in 2003, and he has uh, said he cured the disease with the oil, which he claims is best derived from a combination of indica flowers. Since curing himself, he's become a medical cannabis advocate, helping other cancer patients by making the recipe and treatment protocol for RSO available for home use. All right. And you know what? I'm going to um, look this up right now because there is a a great video. um, And you can make this right at home if you want to go ahead and do that, given all the, the hype. Um, and hubbub, but let's see if I can't find this because this this lady's great. But all right, well, I'll find it and I'll post it at some point. Okay, um, BHO manufactured using a closed loop solvent based process that utilizes industrial extraction equipment in a regulated setting. Okay, did you catch all that? <laughs> um, yeah, oh. let's start over with that BHO. Okay. This is important, folks. Manufactured using a closed-loop solvent-based process to, process that utilizes industrial extraction equipment in a regulated butane hash oil is processed into dabbing concentrates. Debates between BHO and CO2 extraction enthusiasts have become a source of constant controversy for concentrate bans. Though residual chemicals created in the extraction process include potentially carcinogenic hydrocarbons, solvent-based concentrates remain popular for their potency, high levels of terpenes, and ability to capture the essence of a specific cannabis strain. 
solvent-based processing is considered less environmentally friendly than other processes because it uses petroleum-based solvents. Mm. Okay, so there's BHO. And getting scientific, so you need to be careful. Don't try this. At, well, I wouldn't try that at home, folks. Uh, supercritical CO2 extracted oil. Let's see what time it is. All right. Uh, this popular industrial scale extraction process produces cannabis oil with a honey-like consistency. CO2 concentrate is what fills vape pens. Processing cannabis with CO2 essentially strips compounds from the plant material using high pressure. While many prefer CO2 uh, extractions <clears throat> because it avoids using solvents, the technique uh, also strips away most of the terpenes. Critics note, this is why many cannabis oil cartridges lack flavor and the benefits of compounds lost in processing. In addition, CO2 extracted oils typically are not as potent as dabbing concentrates. Safer than extraction with flammable chemicals like butane, CO2 extraction is also costlier than solvent-based methods. Hmm. Sounds kind of complicated to me. Shatter. Concentrate forms typically are named for their consistency. As the name suggests, shatter, has, <clears throat> shatter is hash oil dried to a brittle, crystalline consistency and is said to shatter like glass when dropped. Ooh. Well, don't drop your shatter because that just would be bad. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to lose that stuff. It's expensive. Extraction intensifies the level of cannabinoids in all concentrates, which is the whole point. So THC can reach levels of more than 80% as compared to potent whole plant cannabis, which might have THC levels of anywhere from 25 to 30%. All right. Here we have some uh, interesting terms. And I hope some newbies are out there listening because they wonder what all these these things are. This is a good little dictionary for you. And we sell the equipment to use all this stuff, too, down at Tumbleweed Health Center. Come on down. All right. Wax, crumble, and butter, spelled B-U-D-D-E-R. <laughs> like shatter, these terms describe the consistency of various forms of BHO, butane, honey, hash oil, concentrate, wax, crumble, and butter. The different consistencies offer consumers a number of cannabinoids and terpene profiles and pot uh, potencies in full melt dab, oh, full melt dabable form. Color, texture, and flavor vary due to a wide variety of factors, including uh, raw material and processing methods. A general rule of thumb is that lighter colored concentrates are considered to be more highly refined and, pro and produce products that are better tasting with a high level of potency. Uh, and I've also heard of uh, a lot of folks are actually um, isolating terpenes and putting them back into these um, bait pens and such like that. Rosin. Derived from cannabis through a low heat press process, rosin is lauded for being... Uh, Solvent-free, it's also a safer mechanical technique than extraction methods that use combustible solvents. Rosin experts say premium, contaminant-free, whole plant flour is used in this method of processing as opposed to trim or less potent plant strains that can be used in other extraction techniques. Rosin also does not contain residual chemicals that may be present in concentrates derived with solvent-based extraction methods, making it an appealing alternative for health-conscious consumers. <laughs> Rosin can be produced at home using simple tools like a hair styling flat iron and parchment paper. Please be very careful which side of the parchment paper you use. Look that up. All right, live resin, also called sauce. This butane process concentrates different from similar BHO products because it uses whole plant flour that is frozen in its live state instead of raw material that was dried and cured. This technique creates higher terpene levels resulting in complex flavors and aromas preferred by concentrate connoisseurs. <laughs> live resin, that's, oh, I think I'd like to try that. Uh, distillate, what do we have here? Distillate, 
The process of distillation has been around since the beginning of civilization. As it applies to cannabis, distillation means taking an already concentrated product, cannabis oil, and further refining it to remove impurities that were not eliminated during the initial extraction. Using a still to heat concentrate to specific temperatures, also called thermal separation, boils off any unwanted residual, uh, residual pesticides, plant waxes, fats, and chlorophyll. What remains is an ultra-purified, clear concentrate that should be devoid of cloudiness and most color. Distilled products lack terpenes unless they are added back to create a blended formulation. Think of distillates as analogous to gin, a refined, clear liquor distinguished by its infusion with the essence of juniper berries and other herbal flavors. Like these whole plant things. I'm not one for chemicals and things like that. My body just blah, doesn't like it. And isolates. Let's see what we got for isolates. As the name implies, isolates is the cleanest form of individual plant compounds, reaching levels of more than 99% pure. Typically in crystalline or powdered form, isolates of all sorts are used in pharmaceutical application because they can be precisely dosed. That will be no different for cannabis-derived. Uh, derivatives when U.S. prohibition ends and cannabis compounds are used to formulate legal pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah. And uh, I still can't find that video. It's really weird because usually it pops right up. Um, oh, you know what? We can try YouTube. And that we will do. So there you go. I think that was a great little um, definition of, of everything. Towards the end there, there are a lot more natural things um, that you could use um, for those. There are a lot of people that are chemically sensitive out there, so um, you might, you know, give that a try and uh, get to the natural stuff. I like, I really just like um, Keith, but I think I might try and make the uh, rosin. Mm -hmm. Yep, I might, or, yeah, so... You just press it. Uh, and you can get at, like, Target, you can go get a little, you know, a hair press that have varying temperatures, and you can use those. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see if they have it. How to make RSO videos. Here we go. Ah. Well, there's a video, and there's a lady from Northern California, not just because I'm from Northern California. Oh, there it is. This is awesome. I found it. Yep, we're going to clap for that one. This lady's great. We're not going to play it. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Um, she's just going to introduce herself. But what we're going to do, we're, we're going to put it in yet another little blog there for you. Um, and it's a really, really, really great uh, video. Here, we'll let her introduce herself for a second. Hi. I'm Dr. Cameron. And today I am going to do a tutorial on making Rick Simpson oil for cancer cure. The reason that I decided to do this tutorial is because there is a plethora of information out there on making lots of Rick Simpson oil. And there is very little information about making it on a smaller scale. And when you're making it for personal use, watching a tutorial where they're using, you know, buckets and having to mix it and there's lots of cautionary statements. Well, when you make it on a smaller scale, you have a lot less risk involved, for one thing, and it's very quick and easy. And being able to make it on your own gives you a lot more control over the product as well. You get to choose what you want and what kind of medical marijuana you want to use. Very important. And so it gives you a lot more flexibility on what's right for you. And for instance, this is a one ounce of medical marijuana, and I'm using the term medical marijuana repeatedly because you never want to also be able to tell you exactly what the qualities of the marijuana are. You have THCs and CBDs in, in medical marijuana, and the THCs are what are responsible for the more psycho 
productive quality of the medical marijuana. So it makes it where you're not actually getting high, but you're still receiving pain relief, uh, it still works against diseases, and so you get a lot of the positive qualities without so much of what some feel is the negative quality of medical marijuana. However, Rick Simpson, if you go to phoenixpeers.com, he explains in a video very, very well how you actually start very small. You start off with the amount that's equal to uh, the size of the in a day, and then you build up very slowly from there, and to and as you're building up, your body kind of works up a resistance to the THC, so you don't get as many of the psychoactive qualities because that's not what you're after. You're after the medical qualities of the of the, of the marijuana. So, as I mentioned, this is one ounce, and that's what I would. You, it's, it's enough, not too much, mm-hmm. not too little, and it'll give you approximately two to four grams of oil. And and break it up, and so you, when you are uh, using your solvent, you have a little more of the actual being released into it because you've broken it apart. Here is what the looks like. So I think you don't want to break it apart very easily with your fingers. You can just sometimes you know, people break don't apart know the buttons, the buttons, but if you like don't cheap. want to have it on your hands, you can get a grinder. This is a very small grinder, but you can size get a larger hand. Check it out. It's really, really, really great. Um, and check out MG Magazine, which we're doing some reading fun. And uh, check out Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We'd like to thank Growers House and Canna Health Online Digital Magazine for sponsoring us. CDOC, Silver Sister, Cannabis Kid, and everybody out there, we love you. Um, we so enjoy all our shows with you. They're really, really important. And next week, Cannabis Kid is back. And um, there you have it. A fine Wednesday, Wednesday to y'all. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate.